0: The Natasha that we saw in uh, Infinity War and Endgame is actually
1: Yelena. And moving forward, Yelena will be this expert scroll hunter.
2: She'll get resurrected after Endgame. They'll give her the super soldier serum.
3: I'm friends with the Avengers. (laughs) I'm friends with Captain America. I'm friends with Iron Man. (laughs) Rest in peace. I'm friends with (laughs) Scarlett Johansson. (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> Welcome back to New Rockstars. Black Widow is confirmed to pass the baton to Florence Pugh, a baton she never got from her older sis, Joe, in Little Women, and now she's getting it in the MCU. Yes, guys, I do sometimes watch other movies and Little Women reminded me of my sisters and of my neighbor who looks a lot like Timothy Shalom Hey, It charmed me in all kinds of ways. Hey, this is Rogue Theory. I'm Eric Voss, reclaiming my time in the hosting chair from our man, our bottom line, Tommy old.
0: Great to be back in the uh, panelist seat. Uh, Much more relaxing. I was so excited that I shaved for today's show. Uh, and uh, I wish you all the best of luck today.
4: Uh, hopefully you used one of our eight different grooming sponsors on this channel to do it, uh, but know. none of them are sponsoring this episode, so we won't mention them until they pay us. I, I actually also- used
0: ExpressVPN to shave my face.
4: <laughs> Somehow it works. Get a real close shave there. Um, also return to the show as comedian and one-time Nick Fury cosplayer in a live scroll search bit of my self-canceled variety show Eric Owusu! <laughs> Welcome back, buddy! Hey
1: everybody! I actually I trimmed my beard today with Bang Energy uh can. So yeah. uh, thanks for that.
4: Thanks, <laughs> Bang. Somehow, somehow these things work in all kinds of ways. And of course, our friend and Toby Maguire stan Angelica Trey. Hi!
2: I too was so excited that I shaved today.
4: (laughs) Black Widow director, Kate Shortland, revealed in an interview that Black Widow won't merely reunite Scarlett Johansson, Natasha Romanov, with an old frenemy, Florence Pugh, Yelena Belova, but confirmed that the baton will be passed to Florence Pugh and propel her on her own storyline in the MCU's future. This is a huge deal because we knew Natasha died in Endgame, but there have been, you know, all kinds of theories that Black Widow could somehow resurrect Scarlett Johansson some crazy multiverse-related way, some bonkers explanation that I probably made a dozen videos about. But now it is pretty clear that Florence Pugh is going to be taking the reins. She's landing the bird. It's exciting times. So I want you three to pitch me on how exactly this movie Black Widow is going to pass the torch, the baton, to set up Florence Pugh to take over the mantle in the future of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. All right, Tommy, what's what's your theory, my man?
0: My theory, uh, we all know in the movie, Black Widow, uh, we're looking to see, in the beginning at least, Natasha and Elena are going to face off. But I believe by the end of the movie, they will literally have a face off in that their faces oh. will change. They will saw each other's faces off and trade them like they're Derek Jeter baseball cards and the year is 1998. So here's what I think. They're going to they're gonna swap faces. Uh, the Natasha that we saw in uh, Infinity War and Endgame is actually Yelena. Uh, and this, so this would explain okay. why uh, Nat's vest in Infinity War is the same vest Florence Pugh is wearing in the Black Widow trailer. Also, it explains yeah. the blonde hair switch. I know. Stay with me, guys. Okay, I know this is out
4: there. You got some interesting evidence. Those, I want to see for where those you're going. For you already
0: with. typing a comment, I ask you to pause for a moment, okay? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the Black Widow we all know and love uh, basically uh, is, is 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 the same person until Civil War, after which point uh, that Black Widow now lives in Florence Pugh's body. And what an experience that we would all like to spend a day or a few years in Florence Pugh's body, right? So, the Red Skull, let's see, on Vormir, makes the line, he says, this is Natasha, son, or, sorry, son. This is, that's a whole other face-off. This is Natasha, daughter (laughs) of Ivan, and Natasha doesn't really uh, understand that. She doesn't recognize that name. I know what you're gonna say, Eric. I can see you ramping up. You're gonna say that the sacrifice doesn't mean as much if it's Yelena actually sacrificing herself and not Nat, to which I say, that's right maybe not maybe not okay because we will learn in black widow i think that clint and yelena also had a friendship which would explain why natasha uh in the infinity war Endgame movies remembers budapest differently because it's not actually nat it's yelena her experience in budapest with uh with hawkeye uh is, is very different that's why she remembers it differently but they're still good friends Her sacrifice, Clint losing her, still means something to him. Okay, they have a separate friendship. Men can be friends with multiple women. Okay, I know a lot of girls that I've dated haven't understood that, but sometimes the free birds (laughs) gotta fly. Okay, you gotta have a flock. (laughs) All right, so let me explain. All this underscores, all right, the reason they would switch. Okay, is this underscores how the Red Room really stripped away the souls of these people and their identities and turned them into these killing machines. And now both Natasha and Yelena will do anything, anything to remove the red uh, morality sins in their ledger and, and move towards redemption. So Yelena taking the place of Nat uh, is is in a way a redemption for her. And, and then, you know the soul and spirit of Natasha. As I said, up until the civil war movies will live on in Florence Pugh's Yelena. What a delightful solution for one actor looking to exit a franchise and another actor looking to expand in a franchise. I yield the remainder of my time. Um, to Buffalo Bill's highlights.
4: Yeah, Tommy, you have uh, explained and illustrated this whole idea of the face swap concept in a much more thorough way. Cause you know, I I brought this up in a couple videos before, but I kind of just like softball lobbed it. Like, I don't really know how this would work in the future of the MCU, but like the stuff you pointed out about Endgame, does make total sense, right? The sacrifice, while when you first bring up this idea that the Natasha that we saw in those two movies is actually, you know, the identity of Florence Pugh's character, it doesn't cheapen it as long as they do what they need to do in this movie and reframe that with like a quick, simple montage, just because we haven't seen it on on film yet, doesn't mean that Yelena Belova's character hasn't had this long history with Clint Barton Mm. that could reframe those moments on Vormir as even more emotional. Like there's been five years through the blip in which who knows what their relationship could have been, uh, a decade before that, in which she could have had some other kind of friendship with her. And like the Black Widow, as a title could apply to several different characters. Uh, he could have like a sistership bond with both Natasha and Yelena. And that could be something that this movie reveals and reframes the moments, of, you know, in that moment of Endgame as something even more impactful and meaningful. The fact that one person would be able to, to like, give up their own life just because it isn't Natasha Romanov right. doesn't mean it's not a, a beautiful sacrifice that breaks your heart. Uh, and that might explain why we didn't see her funeral in Endgame and all these other kind of questions we have about her. Uh, And yeah, this could be something that's really cool. And it is something that happens in the comics, this idea of the face-off, even though it it seems ridiculous when you mention it. All right, for your point rewards, um, I have to come up with some new way to do it. I wanted to do shots of vodka, as they do in the trailer, but we're out of vodka, all we have is gin. (laughs) uh, And gin is a, you know, it's a London beverage. I think that'd be very insulting to our Russian watchers. Um, So instead I'm gonna do something that's even more painful to do shots of, of Bang uh, <laughs> Energy, uh, uh, who did not sponsor this episode. But um, their Star Blast flavor, not my favorite flavor. So, um, in, in order to not get also too hammered for all the work I gotta do after we tape this. And yes. I've uh, gushed about your theory way too much, but I'm gonna gush this bang in my mouth yeah. form of two, what? two <laughs> gush- shots, gush, gush- in.
0: Two gushers of a, okay. a bang, nice. <laughs> uh,
4: oh, And you know, I made gushed the mistake. These are, this is a big shot glass. This yeah. is a miniature Guinness pint glass, and yeah. I've been doing full ones of it, so you guys all have double Those points d- listening to that Those <laughs> are double
3: shots, <Yeah>.
1: oh no. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, you're also not sleeping tonight, boss, so <laughs> yeah. I no. have fun with that.
4: Or I'll be sleeping forever. Oh, I <laughs> no, I won't be waking up tonight. <laughs> no.
1: Okay, hear me out.
2: So I think that, just based off of the trailer, Yelena is somehow, she's, probably going to die at some point, and maybe she'll get resurrected after Endgame. Like, I don't know, maybe they'll give her the super soldier serum or something like that. Ooh. And then, yeah, and then she'll come back and sort of resume the the Black Widow legacy, you know? I think that she's going to end up doing some sort of martyr situation yeah, with okay. Taskmaster between, you know, the, the current, you know, Natasha Romanov and she's going to sacrifice herself and it's going to be really heartfelt and really sad. And uh, we're going to think that's the end of her. And then we're going to, we're going to see her again. And I'm pretty excited to see more, more black widow. So
4: yeah. And I love that, uh, the idea of using the Super Soldier Serum to do this. I mean, we do have the shots in the trailer of someone, you know, doing the thing where they, they, they flick the syringe, cause you always gotta flick it, just to make sure the flow's the flows nice, you know, gotta flick it first. Uh, yeah. uh, and uh, Thunderbolt Ross is tying into this, and we know from the first Hulk movie that, that, or you know, the second Hulk movie, the first MCU Hulk movie, that that guy's been like, tinkering with Super Soldier Serum from the beginning. So that'd be like an interesting uh, deeper layer to his history that maybe he's involved with like the super soldier serum. Uh, now I have to I have to ask A-Trey, A- A- where do you think, uh, what do you think is next? What's this new storyline she's being propelled on in the MCU? Is it just gonna be like more, more spy shit?
2: I definitely think it's going to be more spy stuff. I think it's, a lot of it's going to be re-establishing Black Widow now with this new identity. You know, everyone talking about Natasha and things like that and her just sort of establishing herself, maybe everyone dealing with the grief of it. And it's gonna be a little clunky. It might be a little awkward, but yeah, I think it's just gonna be a lot more spy stuff, maybe training and her trying to prove
1: herself.
4: So uh, I will give you one bang shot, Angelica, for your theory.
1: Woo. Yeah. It. Knock
4: it back. Woo. Ooh, that's, it's a, mm, mm. Is it
1: cold? <laughs> Is it
2: lukewarm?
4: It's lukewarm because I took it out this morning and I meant to uh, do that thing where you wrap a wet paper towel on it and kind of freeze nuke it in the freezer for like, you know, 15 minutes and forgot to do that. So it's, uh, all right. It's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be. It's gonna hurt, it's gonna hurt (laughs) at the end. Um, All right, uh, who's next? All right, so, Natasha
1: is gonna pass off the mantle to Yelena of the leader of the Red Room. She's just gonna shed that entirely, because in the comics, Natasha is famous for being the best assassin to come out of the Red Room training facility in Russia or wherever the hell they had that be filmed Mm. where it was cheap for production. And Yelena, in the comics, is an expert at getting information from people. So she's good at seeing if people are double crossing or if they're double agents, what have you, what have you. Uh, She's like the best friend of a person who's dating somebody that might be shady and she can find out everything she needs to know through their Instagram. (laughs) So uh, Yelena, I think, will have a battle with the Taskmaster Uh, because the Taskmaster, what I think, his real agenda is, is unveiling the secret invasion that's coming with the Scroll. I think he's on to what Ooh. Nick Fury has going on with the Skrull in some way, shape, or form, and his big thing is he wants to use all this Avengers uh, fighting moves and technology to kind of pull back the curtain on what's going on with the Skrull and Nick Fury. Uh, so Yelena will be tasked with trying to break him down for information, and moving forward, Yelena will be this expert scroll hunter whose only mission in life is to find out who R- Skrull really are and to uncover and stop this invasion of alien green people. Mm.
4: I love that woo woo. Uh, I, sorry, I, for everyone who didn't know, uh, Eric Owusu and I used to be on a sketch team, and we all had these dumb pet names for each other, and Owusu was woo woo. Um, so I might accidentally call him woo woo sometimes. Uh, but here's why I love it: because one thing that I'm, you know, a little concerned about going into what we'll probably see a secret invasion storyline in the MCU's future is like Natasha Romanoff was such a big part of that. Like she was the one who's like. You know what? If you want to figure out who's a Skrull, just shoot them. Shoot them through the leg. You know, if they bleed green, they're a scroll. Shoot first, ask questions later. With <laughs> Natasha presumably dead in the MCU, I would love if Yelena Belova can play that part. Like she's the instrumental badass and in a secret inv- invasion storyline where people are like, "Well, we got. We know this one person who's going to lead this the anti-Skrull campaign because like." the way the Skrull are set up in the MCU, right? It's like they're friendly. So you can imagine there'd be kind of like another sort of civil war over whether the scrolls are good guys or bad guys. And she can be on the side of like, look, I've been trained my entire life to determine if someone's like lying to you if they're a double agent, if they're deceitful. Trust me, I'll take care of it. And people rally to that side. Yeah, Florence Pugh, I think, would have a ton of fun with that role. Um, so do you think uh, Taskmaster um, is trying to expose it. Is he like a conspiracy theorist who like has watched every bit of media of every Avengers level event? And he's like, wait, there's a, a little green guy like Joaquin Phoenix and signs. Like there's a green dude in the background. Like, whoa, whoa, I got to They're covering it up. I'm going to bring down every, you know, spy agency who's been hiding this from humanity. I'm going to blow it open. Like, is that the kind of guy we're talking about here? He
1: could be, you know, cause social media and YouTube type things exist in this MCU world, so he could have just watched a bunch of footage and seen some scrawl in the background kind of morphing and changing into other people. Uh, but what I think is something a little deeper. So the actor playing uh, the character Rick Mason in the movie Black Widow is supposed to be this actor named O.T. Fogbendel, I think is his name. Fans don't yeah, come yeah. after me, don't dox me. So. <laughs> O.T. Fontainebleau yep. plays this character, Rick Mason, so he might be Taskmaster, but he also yeah. might be drrr, Nick Fury's son. So, so, as a, you know, uh, cast-aside son who's angry at his pops for always being a double agent, always absentee, always lying to everybody, that could be his big mission in this movie is to take down his father's uh, cooperative mission with the Skrull and stop the secret invasion.
4: That is awesome, Woo-Woo, because you, you got to imagine, like, uh, there's so much about Nick Fury's life that we don't know, and we saw at the end of Captain Marvel, he's just, like, eating dinner with, with some Skrulls, like, it's established that as in the mid-90s he just had this relationship with them, and then in Far From Home, like, all the way to like 2023, he's been working with them behind the scenes. I'm going to give you, which I, I'm regretting doing this, but uh three. <laughs> three shots a bag. Three, All right, three we'll shots!
1: Woo. Your wow. poor pancreas! I mean you're lucky pancreas!
4: <laughs> ah. One.
1: Two.
4: Oh. I actually wish it was vodka. (laughs) 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 All right, well, these are some great theories. Uh, We're going to move on with some people who helped us make this episode. uh, Thanks to today's sponsor, (laughs) AdamandEve.com. So Adam and Eve says, the best part of staying at home is playing at home. (laughs) All of this downtime gives us some time to get down. <laughs> Have any of you tried Adam and Eve before? This play, This is a pretty uh, classy service to help you feel a little less classy once you get in those sheets. Or the couch. Or the couch. Or the
1: kitchen table. <laughs>
4: uh, or a tent uh, on in the your counter.
1: yeah. Tent in your backyard. Uh, Ooh, hammock.
4: In the corner, in the shower, wherever Shaggy did it. Uh, oh, yeah. Adam and Eve's there.
0: <laughs> I was thinking cartoon uh, Shaggy, and that was a different image. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the mystery <laughs> machine, wherever you want to do it. Yeah. Oh, scoops! Oh, right soinks. oh soinks. Scoops. scoops, soinks, scoops,
3: Raggy, you're raked.
4: <laughs> well, you can take advantage of this downtime and choose almost any item from adamandeve.com at 50% off. When you do, you'll also get 10 free boredom-busting gifts, including six spicy movies, a three-piece bonus kit, and best of all, Free shipping, delivered discreetly to your front door, because this is something that might get left on your front door, and you don't want your weird neighbor knowing what you're getting delivered. It's not like every other Amazon package. This one's special and uh, more essential than you know the jumbo size bag of Starburst that you ordered. Uh, this one will uh, give you all kinds of new type of sweetness. Sweet, sweet Adam and Eve. Oh, they'll the be first, Sarah. They just won't be stuck. You'll remember forever. <laughs>
2: Also, Starbursts are essential. I'll have
4: you know. true. Sure, all right, all right. For sure, agreed. Uh, All shopping at home is more convenient right now, and shopping for adult stuff is much more convenient. You don't want things to get too awkward with the FedEx guy you've recently become best friends with. Just remember to use offer code THEORY. That's T-H-E-O-R-Y. At checkout, Adam and Eve has thousands of products to make you glad you are staying at home. Go to adamandeve.com and use that offer code THEORY. That
2: was a spicy read.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Also, we want to thank our friends at ExpressVPN. See, sometimes our online research for new rock stars videos takes us into some questionable directions uh, and questionable erections as a result. Mm -hmm. We've done entire videos on the sexual history of Hulk and Emperor Palpatine. Mm, felt things I didn't want to feel. Well, it's times like those when it doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can still see every disgusting site that you've visited. And that is why, whether you're at home or you're at work, we use ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so that your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. ExpressVPN runs seamlessly in the background. You just tap one button and you are protected. And it's available on all your devices, phones, computers, smart TVs. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Wired. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash rogue, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpncom vpn.com slash rogue, expressvpn.com slash rogue to learn more.
0: Thanks, ExpressVPN. Woo!
4: Now my secrets stay with me and me alone and they die with me (laughs) after the end of this episode. Probably. (laughs) All right, uh, moving on. Every week we play a game of of Rogue Theory with our patrons on the New Rockstars Discord server. This week we had some patrons pitch theories about how an existing MCU villain could return. Jay Stender and Dr. Zoidberg had some really, really great theories, but it was our buddy, that MCU guy who was the winner. Maybe wondering why I'm wearing this shirt. He gave me this shirt. He designed this last time I trust someone. Oh, lost a nice shirt. He's, uh, he's a great guy, uh, big supporter of ours for a while now, and he pitched a really fun theory that Iron Man 2 villain Justin Hammer is a uh, behind-the-scenes collaborator of Taskmaster oh. and Dreykov and Black Widow. They mm-hmm. also found a way uh, to tie in the elements from Luke Cage, and Agents of shield, since I think he was, you know, at the same prison. He was at Seagate, right? Like, so he's at, you know, he's, he's there. I just love this idea of getting Sam Rockwell yes. back in the MCU yes. and uh, find another way to get that guy dancing on screen, because we saw him in Fosse Verdon. Yeah. The guy loves to cut the rug. Yeah. Yeah. He can move. And uh, yeah, get Justin Hammer back in there. He's been around, why hasn't he been back? Yep. It's time, it's time.
1: It's Hammer, um, Hammer time.
4: As some might say, yeah. it was right there. It was right there, how did, how did I miss it? I uh, the dream work. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, all of you watching and can play as well, have your theory read on an episode of Rogue Theory by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash new rock stars. All right, uh, moving on. We just learned that Marvel Studios is sadly sitting out of the Comic-Con at home online event meaning that Kevin Feige is planning on announcing things like Black Widow, Falcon Winter Soldier on Disney+, Plus, maybe even a Fantastic Four reboot movie separately doing his own thing, and uh, unfortunately couldn't announce this before we uploaded a video predicting Marvel's Comic-Con panel details confirmed. But assuming that Feige will now make these big future announcements his own way because the future's coming one way or another, I want you guys to pitch me the wildest dream announcement for the MCU that you would lose your shit over if Feige were to drop it in his own non-Comic-Con online panel.
0: Uh, I have been thinking about uh, the uh, Disney's acquisition of Fox and how that opened up all of these, uh, these new uh, uh, avenues for them to explore the Marvel Universe. And uh, the biggest thing to me, has been the X-Men. Like, how are they going to do the X-Men? There was just an X-Men movie a year ago, Dark Phoenix. So, to me, I think the big announcement is going to be a TV show, an X-Men Disney Plus TV series. I think they're going to do kind of almost uh, where the cartoon in the 90s took off. They're going to kind of recreate that vibe a very fun, very lighthearted, but still action-packed Disney Plus multi, you know, obviously millions and millions of dollar budget, same with Mandalorian, the way they did Mandalorian TV show, that they can then they take the pressure away of recasting they could, uh, we assumed they'd recast a the TV show version of this and then if those characters work well, they can integrate them into the MCU immediately there doesn't have to be a, an, an X-Men reboot four years down the line we can have an X-Men TV show next year that brings those characters into the MCU immediately, so my uh, the thing that would make me Happiest, aside from Howard the Duck and and, and, and Spider Ham teaming up, would be um, would be an X Men TV show, and hell, make it a sitcom like Saved by the Bell, and have it be a school themed X Men TV show. That would be that's my theory.
4: <laughs> just Quicksilver going time out, yeah. <laughs> and just runs real fast. Yeah, Quicksilver season. is
0: very very problematic, very very mean, <laughs> revealed to be a real scumbag. I
2: would love to see that because honestly, I mean, I was, a, I think I was a teenager or like preteen when the first X-Men movie came out and I remember mm-hmm. wanting to go to Xavier Institute. I was like, yes. I want to be here. Mm-hmm. I want to have mutant powers and I would daydream about talking to like Iceman or something. So yeah, that sounds awesome.
4: Yeah, a lot of us had daydreams about Iceman. <laughs> Sean Ashmore, Animorphs, that guy, he can Ooh. do anything. It all, uh,
0: but hey, you, it always comes back to Animorphs with you.
4: I find a way to get it back home. <laughs> by, by the way, I, always, I land this Fals bird. Are cold. Yeah.
0: Tobi- Tobias, I'm still on record. You fucked up, son. You shouldn't have become an eagle. You shouldn't, or falcon, or whatever. Red-tailed
4: hawk, red-tailed. All right, let's get back to this Kevin Feige possible announcement. Uh, who wants to go next?
2: So I've been noticing lately, villains are getting pretty popular, and the relatable villain is getting very, very popular, and we're starting to see a lot of media, uh, you know, centralized around these villain characters. I was thinking, what if we got like a Killmonger movie or show, yeah? Yeah, everyone loves Killmonger. And so we could potentially have it where we thought he died, but he's actually, he's actually alive. And, Similar to Tommy, we could wrap in or tie in all of the, like, the X-Men, you know, universe into it. Because in X-Men Forever, uh, Killmonger actually teams up with an evil storm. And so, yeah, how much would you want to see that? So like a Killmonger show or movie and then you could tie in evil storm and have that sort of plot going in and you tie in the X-Men that way. I would love to see that. I think everyone would be open to it. And we love the relatable villain. Villains are so hot right now.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, and so is Michael B. Jordan. I mean that <laughs> could, that like you could do something like he gets resurrected. somehow, you know they they had him buried in the ocean and maybe the Atl- Atlanteans resurrect him, or you could do a prequel of how he got the name Killmonger and like what this guy was doing before the events of Black Panther. Because you know he he's been on a ton of missions. He 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 has all these scars for each of his kills. Or am mm-hmm. I get that wrong? Yeah, or they do that. Yeah, That's like he's he great. Had. He's a cool guy. Yeah. And I can just imagine Kevin Feige, like in this live stream, being like, oh, well, you, you thought you were done with Michael b <laughs> 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 He was like, but, hey, Michael, you want to come back in? He's like, yeah, I'm here. Let's do this again. And it's Kevin Feige. <laughs> he's, he's back. And
0: yeah, I just want to why, why, yeah. why does Kevin Feige don't sound know. like Jimmy Stewart? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't want the moon? Who all
4: on the moon for? <laughs> Oh, here we go, the moon, it's, it's got <laughs> Killmonger on. That's where he's been. All right, Owusu, what do you got?
1: I have got uh, definitely accolades for uh, Joker's pitch. That's awesome. I would love to see Killmonger in another a movie. Yeah. But for me, what I think Kevin Feige is going to bless us with um, is a character movie that we've been waiting for, we've been itching for, fans of the Civil War comics have wanted forever. They teed this character up, super mysterious at the end of Guardians volume two. We are getting an Adam Warlock movie. It's happening. That's what Kevin Feige is going to announce. He's going to come out of that gold sarcophagus thing and (laughs) shit up in the MCU. And and he's going to have some conflict with the Skrull. I'm all about the Skrull today. (laughs) They are my public enemy number one. So Adam Warlock is going to go to war with the Skrull. And it's going to be some uh, uh, cartoon Infinity Saga stuff, or comic book Infinity Saga stuff, mixed in with secret evasion stuff on our TV screens and hopefully one day movie theater screens in ultra 4K IMAX, it's gonna be fantastic. And <laughs> here's my wild pitch. Adam Warlock is gonna be played by none other than a Marvel trained, beefed up, Timothy Chalamet, bring Whoa. it full circle. They're gonna Whoa. Him. Adam Warlock, they're gonna give him blonde locks, Whoa. it's be fantastic.
4: Okay. <laughs> Ooh, little, little boy Adam Warlock. <laughs> oh man, oh, he's like that's- He's 24
1: a... right now, so by the time they do it, He's like that, an adult-ish. He's, I mean, he's
4: forever fifteen. Yeah, that, <laughs> that works. He does <laughs> an age. He's one of the vampires who is cursed as a child and just stays a child forever. There's old Ooh. Civil War photos of uh, of Timothy Shalhoub. Yeah. <laughs> yep,
1: right ne- yeah, yeah, right next to Robert Pattinson from like 1863.
4: Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're all children. <laughs> uh, I do love that. Um, uh, let's see. I will award one of you. Um, uh, Tommy, I think I have to ward you because I do want to see a live-action X-Men yes. so you will get the uh, the bang All shot, right. which feels like it's shot. Yeah, real shot. Mm. Alright. Okay. Alright. Uh, uh, yeah, you're right. I'm never going to sleep and my heart is now beating three times as fast. <laughs> I'm like what would happen if the Grinch's heart really did grow that <laughs> big. It would burst out of his chest and he'd cough up blood no, and die. No, uh, no, no. Alright,
1: okay. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah.
4: yeah. <gasps> But all can change as we move on to rogue questions. Uh, are you seeing blood vessels burst in yeah, my eye? Okay? Of...
1: <laughs> yeah, we're worried about you, dude.
4: I can, I can breathe. I can breathe. I can do this. Okay, right. I'm gonna land this bird. I'm gonna land this bird. All right, all right. Uh, rogue question number one. There's a new virtual escape room themed off of the 90s pop song, Mambo Number 5 by Lou Bega, where they make the lyrics scary by making all of the names he lists his victims. Oh my God. I'm really just reading this for the first time now. What other hit pop song could be easily made scary? I've
2: got one. Does everyone know Alicia Keys' Girl on Fire?
4: Yeah. Yeah.
2: What is... Oh no. (laughs) No no no, this not what you think. Not what you think. Okay. Um so what if she was like a pyromaniac arsonist? Oh. Like oh. this girl is on fire oh. and she's just like setting everything on fire and like yeah, yeah. Definitely not oh, I about do love yeah, no. Yeah.
4: I thought it was like a witch being burned at the stake that's what she thinks as she screams. As
2: soon as you said that, I realized that and I was like, here, let's just take that imagery out of your mind. She's an arsonist, okay. way lighter.
1: Yes. <laughs> nice. Yeah, my mind definitely went to another place. I thought it was a Adam and Eve product gone wrong and the girl was on fire.
3: Well,
4: it burns!
3: We don't keep shame here.
1: No. no, no,
4: not at all. If you like that hot wax, power to you. Yeah. Just do it safely, have <laughs> Fire, a safe word. <laughs> if
0: that's your thing, you know? I, Safety yeah. first. I've, I, I've always been attracted to fires. Uh, you know, Eric, <laughs> I was going to... Um, I was going to say... Um, uh, 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 rock Your Body by the Backstreet Boys, but you inspired me, Eric, <laughs> earlier when you brought up the seminal shaggy hit it wasn't me and I thought what if there was an escape room where you play a private investigator trying to uh, solve a marital marital problem by investigating where an affair took place So, did they have the affair on the counter no did they have it on camera no did they have it in the shower I don't know Uh, picture this they were both buck naked banging on the bathroom floor Uh, That could be Mm -hmm. the answer. So you go through uh, what I consider a sensible two-bedroom condo uh, and looking for clues of where the sexual tryst occurred. It's all sponsored by Adam and Eve, so there's a tie-in here. And uh, at the end of the day, you're treated to um, a socially distanced concert by Shaggy and other great artists of the 90s, including uh, Darius Rucker and (laughs) Jamiroquai. Jamiroquai will be there as well. (laughs) And at the end,
4: I love that this is...
0: (laughs) It's topped off by Alanis Morissette uh, singing all of the songs from Jagged Little Pill. And in the end, the the whole experience, the experience costs $40,000. And (laughs) and that's it.
4: And then Dave... And then Dave Coulier comes up and then cuts it, it out, out <laughs> it being your spleen. Yes, and then he yes, just holds it yes. and that's what makes it scary.
0: Oh, does it have to be scary? I thought it just had to be an escape room, I'm sorry.
4: Well, it is supposed to be scary, but I do love the idea that uh, nothing's scarier to Tommy than infidelity. That's right. What a frightening uh,
0: uh,
1: Monogamy to me is the safest place.
4: <laughs> All right, uh, what, what do you got?
1: <laughs> so I think a virtual escape room uh, with a scary s- song from the 90s. Uh, the song should be What They Really Want by DMX. Oh, so it's yes. kind of a deep cut, yes. but in the middle of the song, it's, it's with Cisco, who yes. was also the hottest thing on the planet in 99. The song came out in 99. Was that from Ro- the Ro- Romeo Must Die soundtrack? Yes, <laughs> it was with the, the movie of the Leah and yes. Jim yes. So. Uh, In the middle of that song, DMX just goes on a tear and just lists all the women he's dating (laughs) in his neighborhood in his gravelly-ass voice. So he's like,
3: there was Brenda, Leticia, Linda, Alicia, Dawn, (laughs) LaShawn, Inez, Alicia. And he just goes
1: on and on with all these names. So I feel like if this song got the Jordan Peele treatment, the way he likes to, like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. remix songs to make them scary for his movies, that would be super scary to hear echoing through an escape room, and every girl in there or every person in there who could be named Teresa or Brenda or LaShawn, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which actually could be a dude's name, too, uh, would be extra terrified in this escape room. So, yeah, what Uh, they really want by DMX.
4: I love that. Um, I'm going to give uh, two shots, so I'm just going to fill up this whole thing. Two shots. One uh, to Angelica, one to Woo Woo. Uh, Angelica. Just because they both sang the song, and I wanted to hear the song. Um, (laughs) And uh, they're actually scary. Sorry, (laughs) Tommy. Gotta be scary. Uh,
1: Also, Voss, your hands are shaking. Just take a well, sip. because I'm so scared. Just take a sip. <laughs> take a like,
4: sip. I'm fine. <laughs> All right, uh, question number two. Disney Plus downloads reportedly surged 72% last weekend with the release of Hamilton on the service. What kind of intellectual property crossover should Disney do to take advantage of their new streaming mega hit?
0: Simple. I got it. It's a Christmas spectacular. Burr! A Frozen story. <laughs> Aaron Burr, now disgraced after the dueling death of Alexander Hamilton is banished to Arendelle, where he meets up with Yolo, Olaf, Zoloft, Kiki, and the gang, and they go on, <laughs> that's their names, right? I don't, I don't know Frozen very well. They, uh, <laughs> they get together. <laughs> good about. They, yeah. they go on a Frozen adventure of both redemption and friendship, and at the end of the day, even in the coldest temperatures, the heart can grow warm when we work together.
4: That's not the theme of Frozen, but, that's
0: okay. uh, and it,
3: but and
4: it, I do. It is the theme it's beautiful. of beautiful. Burr
3: a Frozen Christmas story.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I love Zoloft. Actually, is Olaf's depressed yes. cousin who always has the uh, snow oh, cloud yeah. over his head. You can't get it off. He's with him at all times. Oh, perfect.
2: So how about Hercules Mulligan teams up with Hercules? Okay. <laughs> yeah, just Hercules squared out here and they form this amazing, just beautiful bond because they're both such passionate characters. I really think that this relationship could go the distance.
4: Oh, Ooh. very nice. And you know, Disney Hercules is up in it, loving it, making the ladies say come again. Absolutely, <laughs> with those biceps. <laughs> oh, Yes, please. Uh, all right, well, what do you got?
1: All right, so I got the perfect Disney Hamilton crossover right here. It's a movie or winter special whatever have you of the schuyler sisters from hamilton singing a duet or a bunch of duets with the muses from hercules so So it's about these two groups of strong boisterous women who have been relegated to the sidelines or to backing you know hercules and hamilton so in this one they're front and center it's their time to shine they're singing they're having adventures they're talking trash they're being silly they're being fully fledged out 3D characters, and since Hercules is the name of the one of the titles, and Hamilton is the name of one of their titles, their movie, the Skylar Sisters and the Muses, their movies called Harmony.
4: Oh, Oh, I I love that, and I and I can just picture those Muses going insane. Ooh, you think you got it? And Skyler Sisters are like, Yeah, we think we got it. (laughs) Uh, And uh, (laughs) Awusu, I have to give you a, a point there because I know. How much you actually dislike Hamilton or hate uh, the craze of it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was I, a real I, hurdle for you to jump.
1: Yeah, no, it, 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 it killed me three times. It killed me more than the bang is killing you, but it had <laughs> to be done for this episode.
4: You did it. Uh, For those of you watching, this guy wrote like one of the funniest sketches that was like a parody of my shot, where it was like a guy refusing to go back to the Pandages Theater to uh, where Hamilton was showing because he didn't want to give up his parking spot. And uh, how did it go, Lusu? I was, uh, I'm
1: not giving up my spot. I'm not giving up the spot. You are shit out of luck, and I don't give a because f- I am not giving up my spot.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it. was so great. Alright, moving on. Uh, Thor actor Chris Hemsworth is going to play professional wrestler Hulk Hogan in a biopic for Netflix. And your best wrestler voice, can you cut a promo as Thor?
3: Let me tell you something, brother. I may be the king of Asgard, but next Sunday, you better guard your ass. Because I'm coming for you. I took down Thanos. I took down Hela. I took down Loki. You want to talk about friends? I'm friends with the Avengers. I'm friends with Captain America. I'm friends with Iron Man. Rest in peace. I'm friends with Scarlett Johansson. I'm friends with Spider-Man. I'm friends with Samuel L. Jackson. I'm friends with Brie Larson. I'm friends with General Thunderbolt Ross. And I'm friends with these two Iron Steel Pythons
4: that'll come at you. (laughs) <laughs> uh, it's, it's a hard act to follow. Tommy gets the shot. I, I, I you know. I
2: defeated Hela. Oh. I defeated Loki. Oh. Loki Lo- Lo- can't even fool me. I don't
4: know. She's still, she's still going. And you know what? Yep. I'm going
2: to be doing this all night now. I'm going to be like, <laughs> yeah. this is going to keep me awake. The bank's is going to keep you awake, Eric. This is yeah. going to keep me awake. I'm just going to be like, I'm gonna look, and then eventually um, I'm going to come up with something really clever, and I'm going to hop into the comments section.
4: Yeah. yeah, she's coming for you in the comments, brother. <laughs> That's the only uh, problem, uh, place
0: that can ever truly hurt me.
4: All right. Well, I believe Erica Wusu is our winner of this episode.
1: Yay!
4: <laughs> Do you have a wish that you'd like bequeathed to you?
1: Uh I wanted to like mail this to you so you can somehow incorporate him in an episode of Rogue Theory. Yeah. My plush Pickle Rick, that I
4: oh so dearly. Actually, I can incorporate him now. Translated through the power of the internet as, oh, oh. Mr. Oh. six. Oh. Look at me! Whoa. <laughs> oh. oh, existence is pain! And existence yeah. is pain for me. Oh. Um, I. I immediately regret my decision. Well, that is it for this episode of Rogue Theory. Thanks to our guests, uh, Tommy, bottom line, told. Bye. <coughs> Eric, <laughs> I'm oh, worried boy. about you, buddy. <laughs> I, I, I just burped and I tasted every meal that I ate for the past week. It was a reverse Ooh. Violet Beauregard from ah. <laughs> Uh Angelica Trey, thank you for joining us Hi. this week. Thank
2: you for having me, uh, Join. Uh, what is it? Tune into the next New Rockstars Rogue Theory, where Eric actually injects bang directly into his veins.
4: Yes. Eric Woosu, thanks Yay! for coming back and joining us.
1: Hey, thanks for having me and thanks for my W, mm-hmm. my crown. <laughs>
4: I don't know what the W, sure. It's, uh, it's the King George crown, because we yep. know how much you love Hamilton. And more you <laughs> So, need to love it.
1: so, so much, so much. <laughs>
4: Well, that is it for this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the Rogue Theory podcast feed. Stay tuned for the YouTube channel for this and other shows. Follow us on Twitter at New Rockstars. I've been Eric Voss. You can find me on Instagram and other places, hopefully. (laughs) Oh, I I feel powerful.